from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. We've got a great show in store for you. Wednesday, July 8th, Justin White filling in for John Gaffney coming up here soon. Justin's the Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines. Uh, John Gaffney is the Director of Evangelization and comes on with a spot, as many of you know, each and every month. Uh, Today, though, we're going to replace it with ways that you and your family can read the Bible. There's so many different ways. Uh, There are different um, uh, apps that can help you, programs, and just ways to really dive into the Bible as a family or or as a couple, if this is something you've been wanting to do for a while, I have talked to so many different Catholics that have said they're kind of intimidated by even opening up sacred scripture. They don't know where to start. Justin White has got a lot of different great resources and tips for you today. Bo Bonner coming up, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about St. Benedict and what he would have to say to families and marriages. Of course, St. Benedict is uh, this Saturday we'll celebrate. And it's a rather big feast day in the life of the church. Uh, Bo Bonner is a Benedictine oblate, so of course he wants to talk about uh, St. Benedict today. Ora et labora, prayer and work, the sanctity, the holiness of work is what we're going to talk about today and why the Catholic Church has always safeguarded workers. In fact, we have a, um, a feast day, St. Joseph the Worker, of course, and the value of hard work in, um, in Catholicism. It's just something that I think we could do a few shows on, uh, let alone a segment. Bo Bonner will come up and we'll of course, talk about prayer and the importance of that as well. He's got his Benedictine background all ready to go for us today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour. And the five pillars of the spiritual life. What are they? I'll have that for you coming up here soon. All right. Don't go anywhere. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. A very warm day in store. It'll be our warmest day and hottest day of the week, but uh, sounds like you're surviving, all right? It'll be our warmest, hottest day of the month. My goodness, it's going to get up there. Yes, it is. It's going to be very warm to be outdoors, so if you have stuff to do, get it done early before the uh, heat advisory sets in about noon today. From noon to 8 o'clock, they're issuing that heat advisory. 100 degree feels like temperature uh, from that time, so during that time, so... Be now, mindful of that. Find I, something cool to do, John. I hear the uh, the um, what do you call it? What's the humidity? There we go. I was going to say humanity, and I kept saying the humanity is down. That might be down too, but the <laughs> goodness gracious, not, fighting those words this morning. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's going to be very humid, and uh, obviously the warmest day tomorrow will get rain, they're saying, for most of the state. That'll be good, well needed. Dry conditions. I was down in southern Iowa yesterday, and it was very dry. Yeah. You could hear the grass uh, bristle as you stepped in it. That's not good. No, that's not good at all. That's not good at all. Want to stay safe out there, everyone, today. Absolutely. All right, let's get right to it on this very warm Wednesday from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. Meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have mostly sunny skies as you wake up. Uh, 74 degrees right now, south-southeast wind at 6 miles per hour, and humidity up there at 87%. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies, hot and humid. And again, a heat advisory in effect from noon until 8 o'clock today, a high of 94 degrees here in central Iowa. The feels-like temperature right around 100 degrees. We will have southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, increasing clouds and a stray storm possible, overnight low of 73 degrees. And tomorrow, showers and thunderstorms on your Thursday, high of 87 degrees. Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 90. The weekend not looking too bad. The temperatures will be in the mid-80s both Saturday and Sunday, but we do have a chance of rain on Saturday and Sunday looking uh, like a pretty good day with partly cloudy skies. Well, in the news, on this Wednesday morning, the Des Moines School Board voted last night to move forward on a $19.5 million stadium project in partnership with Drake University. Now, the vote was 7 to nothing and focused on agreements with uh, Drake University, the design firm, including design and construction and use of the stadium and rentals. The stadium will be located on the Drake University campus uh, just east of the Knapp Center between 24th and 25th Streets from uh, Forest Avenue to Clark Street and will be shared among Des Moines high schools. All but $4.5 million of the stadium's funding will come from state funds. The earliest the 7,000-seat uh, community stadium would be would host football games would be in the fall of 2022. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, the Dowling baseball and softball teams were back in action as Ankeny came to the Maroon, or came to Dowling and uh, took on the Maroons. In high school baseball last night, it was number one Dowling and Ankeny splitting a doubleheader in game one. It was third-ranked Ankeny defeating Dowling uh, by the score of 4 nothing in the nightcap. And Maroons uh, defeated Ankeny 8-3. to Dowling's record now in high school baseball is 16-2, and and Maroons ranked number one. High school softball, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, we heard the game as Ankeny and uh, Dowling split a doubleheader. In game one, the Maroons upsetting 15th-ranked Ankeny 17-5. to In the nightcap, it was Ankeny downing Dowling 19-6. to And we have a highlight clip from last night's softball game. Here comes a pitch. This thing is hit into deep left field. Going back, 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 back. One bouncer. No, it goes over the fence for a home run. Abby Reinhardt. And uh, that was uh, Joe Stacy on the call last night for Iowa Catholic Radio as the uh, Dowling softball team now with a record of 8-10 and 10 as they split a doubleheader with uh, number 15, Ankeny, last night. Tonight we'll have high school uh, softball on the, again on Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling traveling to Valley. It'll be part of a baseball and softball doubleheader in the baseball game, number one Dowling taking on Valley at 5 o'clock at the Valley, at the Valley softball. Baseball field, excuse me. But right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, the Maroons taking on number six Valley in softball. Joe Stacy with the call tonight. Pre-game at 445, he'll bring you both games from the Valley softball field right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, mostly sunny skies right now, 74 degrees. A south-southeast wind at six miles per hour. That humidity up there at 87%. And today, we are our hottest day of the week. Mostly sunny, hot and humid. A heat advisory beginning at noon today. A high of 94 degrees. Heat index. Uh, up uh, right around 100 degrees with southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your 
Wednesday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free is how we're going to start things off this morning. Uh, no problems on uh, 235 as you are making that drive. In fact, still running about seven minutes as we uh, do most days as you're heading up from the West Mixer and East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team. Strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Once in a while, Catholic Link will put up some cool infographics that I really enjoy uh, and just very simple ways, I think, to kind of proclaim or evangelize evangelize the faith. There's one that uh, I saw put up that I thought would be really neat for this show, and it's just very simple, uh, straightforward, the five pillars of the spiritual life. Can you guess, if I was to ask you, friends, what the five pillars of the spiritual life is, as a Catholic, what would you say? Would you say daily prayer? Because that's definitely one. I think you know this by now. I've said it, and I'll never tire of saying it, faith without prayer is a hobby. So every day, friends, we have to make time for God. And you know, every day, you and I, we make time to listen to Catholic radio. I know I do. I have my different shows that I love listening to, and I always have it on in the car. Once in a while, I switch back and forth to some sports talk. I like listening to some sports talk, too, but really try to keep it on Iowa Catholic Radio and learn and grow from the different shows and variety. There can be times, though, where I listen to Catholic Radio all day long, and I haven't prayed. Now, there are certain times, and I think this is one of the geniuses of of Iowa Catholic Radio and um, the powers that be. I had nothing to do with this, but uh, they... They put prayer on you know top and bottom of every hour. We do it, of course, on this show, um, offering our morning offering, and I hope that becomes a staple in your life as well, in different prayers throughout the different shows. But there's time where I haven't taken that silent time with God, and I really try to be disciplined in that, to make time for God every day. As I often say, uh, prayer is spelled T-I-M-E, and we got to get intentional about that. But that is a pillar of the spiritual life. And when we're missing one of these five pillars, I think you'll know by the end of this, but when we're missing one of these five pillars, there is a really, really big hole uh, in the spiritual life, friends, that you know nothing else is going to be able to take over. Nothing. You want to be happy, be holy, as I say at the end of, of every show. And these five pillars are how we get there. So number one is prayer. Every day, do you make time for God? It doesn't have to be, you know, three hours long. Maybe it's just 10 minutes that you're going to make for God today in personal prayer. And as Catholics, we shouldn't shy away from that personal word. I think our Protestant brothers and sisters, as I've said before, do this very well. Uh, we, we got a lot of work to do in that area too, and they, they can learn a lot from us, but personal relationship, personal prayer, it's a big deal. Number two, the second pillar of of the spiritual life, the sacraments. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the sacraments, the sacramental life. This is something we learn from the saints. They always got back to the basics. What were the basics of the faith? The seven sacraments of the church. Are you steeped in those sacraments? You know, being away from the most uh, blessed sacrament, 
is has been something that's been very difficult on me. And Jesus says, here we find, excuse me, the church says, here we find the source and summit of the Christian life, Christ Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Of course, the sacrament of confession and, and really kind of living out our baptismal call, understanding what that means, what it is. We've done different segments on the show here, living out that confirmation, being confirmed with the gifts of those holy of the Holy Spirit and maybe praying with those gifts as well. And the others, too. I mean, uh, taking time for the anointing of the sick. If you have a, a big surgery coming up or maybe you've been really sick or, or maybe you just need some healing. Taking advantage of the anointing of the sick, I have found to be something very important in the spiritual life, and it is a sacrament of the church, and I have never seen a priest turn someone away from it. Um, you know, maybe you have, I haven't, and I've seen a lot of people that go to our priest for the sacrament of the anointing of the sick, too. It can be something really neat uh, and something just beautiful to experience, maybe after Mass. Call ahead and schedule it if you've got something like that coming up. Uh, the third pillar of the spiritual life. These are in no particular order, by the way, but sacred scripture. We're going to talk about that in a second, kind of introducing or reintroducing sacred scripture into the life of our families and our marriages. Uh, spiritual reading, of course. This is something that I'm really uh, big on. Um, it's helped me tremendously in my prayer. Yesterday I was reading uh, from the spiritual letters uh, of Padre Pio to his spiritual director, and at one point I just put down the book and I began to pray. I was so moved by his simple love and devotion to Jesus. I was so moved by that, I just started praying. And that was a, a really neat experience for me. And that happens once in a while, um, I, even when I'm not kind of into the Lexio Divina stuff. It's, it's something that sometimes really moves me. I hope you have some kind of spiritual book that you're working with as well. And then finally, the fifth uh, pillar of the spiritual life is works of charity. All of this that we are preparing ourselves for plummets us out, plunges us out into the world. Of course, we're not supposed to be of the world, but we do operate in the world in our busy lives, and we need to constantly be working on uh, the ways in which we are spreading the love of Christ Jesus. Those works of charity are so important and a major pillar. They can't be neglected. You know, we can have all four of the other things, and we can be grouches, curmudgeons. You know, we can uh, not have love. And as, as Paul says, you know, if we don't have love, we're just clashing symbols. We're just gongs out there. So uh, these are the five pillars of the spiritual life. And, you know, if you may think, well, I've got four of them or I've got three, you've got a great start. God's not done with you yet. Dive in. All right, coming up right after this, we are going to talk about sacred scripture and really learning uh, how to dive in or where to start in reading the Bible and our marriage and our family. Justin White filling in for John Gaffney. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday, July 8th. Thanks to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Customer satisfaction, it always comes first. Whether it be plumbing, heating, air conditioning services for nearly 20 years, Golden Rule. One of the things I love about them, they're training their in-home training facility. 100% satisfaction guarantee. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. ConfluenceBrewing.com.
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station, you support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here in Iowa Catholic Radio. Just texting with my good friend, Dean Bell. Oh, yeah, he says the crews are out this morning. He's going out to do a bunch of service calls before it hits 110 degrees. Can you imagine Deacon Tony getting on top of a roof at 110 degrees? That would burn right through your shoes, <laughs> you know? I don't know I where mean, you would find shoes that could handle that. It's hot enough being on the ground at 110 degrees, but being on top of a roof, you got no shade up there, yeah. everything. Uh, he's God out there doing him. it. I know. He's out there God doing it. Him. Bell Construction. Dean Bell, thanks for underwriting the show, brother. 963-4494. Residential re-roofs all throughout Central Iowa. And he's working out there all throughout Central Iowa today. 963-4494. Let's go to our next guest of the day, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry for the Diocese of Des Moines, Justin White, filling in for John Gaffney. Hello, Justin. Hello, good morning, sir. Good morning to you, my friend. Uh, we're talking about sacred scripture this morning. Uh, this is something that I think can be very intimidating for us as Catholics. Um, maybe we don't know where to start, or we've never really prayed um, with with the Bible before. I don't know there's a lot of Catholics that do, and let me just give a quick caveat. If you go to Mass, you're praying the Bible, because all every right. Mass is sacred scripture up and down the board. You hear this from many different converts uh, from uh, the Protestant faith, so you, this is something that 
just kind of hold tight, take a deep breath, and, and you know. But at the same time, I think it's important for us to really take the Word of God with us wherever we go and to read from it, uh, to meditate on it, to pray with it. Why should we not be intimidated by sacred Scripture? Well, I think for the same reason that we shouldn't be intimidated by the Lord himself, right? Like St. Jerome tells us that ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ, and to link him that closely tells us, you know, that this is this is at the heart of our faith, right? This is the Word of God, um, you know, coming coming down the ages to us. And so I don't think there's any reason to be intimidated by it, but there's a good reason to recognize uh, its richness, its depth, right? Like the Bible is, is really, really... Uh, profound in so many ways, but not in a sort, a sort of way that should kind of kind of scare us away or anything. And I think it's just we've we've had all of our you know years and generations of of knowing that there's stuff in there that's tough to understand. Um, but like you just mentioned, the Eucharist is tough to understand, but yet we you know approach it willingly and regularly. And so I think the Bible is the same sort of way. Yeah. And and of course, in in the fullness of sacred scripture, we're never going to be able to wrap our minds around all of it. Um, right. But you say, you know, first and foremost, the reason why we shouldn't be afraid of it is because it's the Word of God. Here we are reading the very Word of God. What do we mean when we say the Word of God, though? What do, what does that mean? Well, well, goodness, we only, we only have, what, five minutes or so? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so... When we say that it's the Word of God, what we're talking about is the way in which God has inspired human authors throughout the years, throughout the ages, uh, up to the time of Jesus Christ himself, and moved in them to share the story of what he's doing. Hmm. And I think that's the key thing, is to realize that the Bible isn't, you know, a number of isolated books, but rather the story of God speaking through the ages, uh, I always liked how Pope uh, Emeritus Ratzinger, uh, or Pope, sorry, Pope Emeritus Benedict, sure. the 16th, right, uh, always talked about, you know, there's a clear teaching element where God is working with the, is the, the people, you know, from the Hebrews to the Israelites to the Jews as the times go on to reveal to them bit by bit what he's doing. You know, he's not going to dump all this all at once on them, uh, but he's going to work with them bit by bit by bit to guide them to where they need to be. And he's still doing that with us. You know, when we read the scriptures, he'll take us from where we are to where we need to be uh, in really, really beautiful ways if we just surrender ourselves yeah. to what the Bible is doing and don't try to control it. Um, you are not saying that various uh, other apostolates or programs uh, or prayers uh, are distractions when it comes to sacred scripture, um, but I think, as, as you've noted before, there's something beautiful about just simply opening up the Bible and reading it. Right, right. And that's uh, some of the, the conversations I've had with parishes during this time of COVID have uh, been around this sort of question of, you know, hey, uh, you know, people are in quarantine, we can't gather and do so many of the, the ministry efforts that we had planned or that have been going so well, and, you know, what what do we do at this point? And so some of the conversations have been, frankly, to, to refer back to your last segment with those five pillars, to say, let's get back to the basics and go, all right, well, how do we help our families, you know, make time for that daily prayer? How do we help them really dive into the Scripture? Things along those lines, uh, and again, not to say, you know, hey, those, those ministries or other apostolates or programs were bad, but at this point, if we're not grounded in Scripture, there is a possibility, there's a risk that those sort of things can become 
distractions in the life of discipleship rather than to carrying it forward. So how can a family dive into uh, adding the Bible to their prayer life? So I think you kind of already mentioned it again earlier with this, with uh, working in Mass. Right, one of the most intimidating factors with the Bible is where do I start? Yeah. Right, you know, and you look at it and you're just like, oh my gosh, there's so many books, there's so many chapters in so many books, so many you know stories in so many chapters and so many books. You know, where do you start? And thankfully, the church has kind of laid it right out for us. You know, at any given day, you open up to the mass readings, which can be found in a number of places, but probably the easiest, you know, if you're just starting from scratch, would be to head to. Uh, the U.S. Catholic or Conference of Catholic Bishops website. And I got a little calendar there. You can click on whatever day it is and pull the readings up, and just spend a little bit of time with kind of a, a mini Lectio Divina. Uh, you know, the, the kids of most ages can handle that pretty typically. Um, you know, just say, all right, hey, we're gonna we're gonna read through these stories. Just kind of you know quietly listen for a minute. We'll read them a couple of times, and we can kind of have a, a nice chat afterwards about them, and you know, have whatever our prayers afterwards are. Um, but just working it in and not trying to make it too complex or be too worried about it, right? Like, G.K. Chesterton said that a thing worth doing is worth doing poorly. Love that. And reading the Bible definitely follows, falls into that category. Yeah, I, I love that. And never before, friends, have we had just such easy access to the sacred scripture. I mean, you, over the over the years um, uh, and, and centuries, you know, so many right. uh, have never had even access to a Bible. Um, you know, it was right. a privilege for for people to have access to to a Bible, and and uh, you know, now we just two clicks and it's on our phone. Uh, this is just something that really kind of blows our minds. This would have been so uh, it would have blown the minds of every saint in the early right. church as well to be able to have this kind of access uh, to it. And uh, and here we have it, usccb.com, iBrevery, Laudate, Laudate app. Uh, there's many others that you can download as well uh, that will have those mass readings on there. But I think you're right, Justin, that's a good place to start because the church does the heavy lifting of kind of putting the first and second reading and the gospel, everything that kind of ties in together. And of course, there's different... Uh, homilies and different ways that you can access those to help better understand it. We got it all, man. I mean, right? It's 2020, and we have access to absolutely everything. There's just no excuses for us. Yeah, I mean, it it really does come down to making the time, like you mentioned earlier, right? God literally made time for us, so we can definitely, you know, make time to do to dive into the scriptures and whatnot, and it, it's it's all over the place. Yeah, and uh, another way you say here I have in my notes is to pick a gospel, go section by section through it, and add a nightly right. psalm. Um, we we love praying the psalms in the um, uh, in our app uh, for the liturgy of the hours. Uh, the Divine Office app is what it's officially called, and that's a great prayer. Of course, those were those were the prayers that Jesus prayed. Right, right, and it, I mean they're they're at the heart of so much of what both the Old and New Testament are doing. Right, they're constantly being referenced. And they just run the whole gamut of human experience. We've had a couple every once in a while where you read one, and you know, one of the kids are like, I, you know, I don't understand. And I'm like, well, because you've never really experienced, you know, being encompassed about by your enemies or something along those lines. Like, well, you know, it's a way for us to say other people are suffering, and by praying this psalm, we can kind of pray with and for them because they feel this way, even if we don't or aren't sure how and you know uh, how that feels. But yeah, joining those with the with the gospel and just working bit by bit through it can't go wrong starting with the Gospels. And no, Psalms, you can't. Sure. No, you can't. Pray the Bible with your family, friends. Read it, pray it, and uh, Justin White, Director of Youth and Young Adult Ministry. Great job filling in for John Gaffney this morning, brother. 
Hey, thanks. Big shoes to fill, but I got it done. All right, you got it done, and we'll have uh, John next uh, next week, or, excuse me, next month, uh, back on for his monthly segment. All right, Bo Bonner, coming up, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences, is going to be on Ora et Labora, Prayer and Work. He's a Benedictine oblate, celebrating St. Benedict's Feast Day this Saturday, uh, so we're going to have that for you in the sacredness, the sanctity of work in our culture today. Hard work. I know many of you are at it or just about ready to get to it. Don't go anywhere. John Lee, Nettie in the morning right here on this Wednesday. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Doc, yes, since 2001, Dr. Jim Blessman has had and put together a team of people that have really helped to make and change lives in the South African province of Limpopo, South Africa. He and his wife, Beth, have just been at it. I mean, since they retired, this has been their one goal to help make sure that people have toilets clean sanitary toilets to help make sure people have a meal one simple meal every day and to do so there in Limpopo South Africa thank you for underwriting the show Blessman International it's great to team up with you here at Iowa Catholic Radio blessmaninternational.org father andrew now with today's gospel and reflection a reading from the holy gospel according to matthew jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean and Judas Iscariot who betrayed Jesus. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Do not go into pagan territory or enter a Samaritan town. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The Gospel of the Lord The word apostle means one who is sent, and in this passage these men don't go on their own authority, they go on the authority of Jesus. This means that they're both dependent upon and ultimately responsible to him for proclaiming the gospel to others. Two thousand years later, nothing in this regard has changed. Everybody needs to hear this proclamation, including those who haven't heard it before, and even those who have heard it before, and need to be reminded that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePhD.com. Golden Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding Just to wait and see 
Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. It is Wednesday, July 8th. Here we are. All right, coming up, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Going to talk about prayer and work this morning, St. Benedict's Feast Day this Saturday. Going to leave Bo plenty of time because there's a lot to talk about, especially when we talk about the dignity and the sanctity, the holiness of work in the tradition of the Catholic Church. We'll have Bo coming up to explain all of that. Your Saint of the Day, Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Selwa. Jimmy with the traffic. Here we go. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning, John. Hey, are, are you turning up the heat? Is that what's going yeah. on outside? My uh, goodness. Turning up the heat all right, man. 110 today, maybe? What, 100? What is it going to be? I don't know. I'll be in Fort Dodge about uh, 5 o'clock for high school softball. Oh, it's going to be a little bit cooler up there high, here. So, supposed uh, to be a high of 94. 94, okay. But the heat indices is mm-hmm. up yeah. in the 100s. Yeah, that's going to be up there. Oof. Oof. So what did you say earlier, Deacon Tony, when I was talking to you? It's uh, the vinyl factor is in the uh, Yeah, there's a vinyl alert right now. If your car has vinyl seats and you get in with shorts, <laughs> better go to confession because there's going to be some choice words coming out your mouth. <laughs> you heard it here on Iowa Catholic Radio first. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man, you'll be peeling flesh uh, off of that seat. It's going to be that hot today. Woo! <laughs> It, I got one Mark of those automatic. Shade, folks. I got one of those shade. automatic car starters. You know, oh, I thought for, you were going to say a sprinkler for, val- <laughs> yeah, I know, for Valentine's Day a couple years ago. I'm going to have that thing started, man. <laughs> got that, that? Get it cool. Hey, those already. come in handy not only in the winter but also in the summer. I use yeah. that quite often, John. Oh, I love uh, it. Just start firing that up about five minutes before you leave, and it's nice and cool. Good so. in the winter. Good in the summer. But yeah, be careful out there. Now, you don't have an extended bike ride planned for today, John. Ooh. I think you already did that this week, correct? I already did that. Got that one in. No, not doing that. I'll tell you, though, okay. you know, I had Gianna's uh, T-ball game last night, and we just, the Lord was good to us because they had just one cloud in the sky that was covering up that sun. and <laughs> It just kind of followed the sun the whole time, man. And it opened up a couple times, and, I, you know, then it kind of closed down again. So I was feeling good that that happened. But, yeah. We were praying for clouds. That's yeah. That's great. No doubt. <laughs> You got Sometimes it. you have to. All right. Well, be safe out there, everybody. It is going to be very warm. Heat index well over 100. It'll rain tomorrow and uh, pretty be be reasonable Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as far as uh, temperatures. This is the hottest day we've got to get through, so be mindful of that, John, and uh, our listeners. Yes, sir. All right. Let's get right to it from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk. And meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios here in Des Moines. Mostly sunny skies, 74 degrees, south-southeast wind at Six miles prior, the humidity up there at 87 percent as you wake up on this Wednesday, July 8th. And today we will see mostly sunny skies, hot and humid condition, uh, conditions rather. Heat advisory beginning at noon today till 8 o'clock tonight. High of 94 degrees. Southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles prior. That feels like temperature well over 100 degrees today. So try to find some shade and some comfort. Uh, tonight, increasing clouds. Stray storm is possible. Overnight low of 73 degrees. And tomorrow we will see showers and thunderstorms on your Thursday. 
High of 87 degrees. Friday, partly cloudy and a high of 90. And the weekend not looking too bad. A little bit cooler. Highs in the mid-80s. Chance of rain on Saturday. Partly cloudy and dry on Sunday. Well, in the news on this uh, Wednesday morning, the Des Moines School Board voted last night to move forward on a $19.5 million stadium project in partnership with Drake University. Now, the vote was 7 to nothing and focused on uh, agreements with Drake University, the design firm, including design and construction and use of the stadium and rentals. Now, the... Uh, the Moines Metropolitan Stadium will be located on the Drake University campus uh, just east of the Knapp Center between 24th and 25th Streets from Forest to Clark Street and be shared among the Des Moines high schools. Now, all but $4.5 million of the stadium's funding will come from the from state funds. The earliest the 7,000-seat community stadium will host football games will be in the uh, fall of 2022. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, baseball and softball, both Dowling teams were back in action. They were at home against Ankeny. On the baseball field, it was a top three matchup, number one Dowling and number three Ankeny, splitting a doubleheader at George Cadero Field. In game one, it was third-ranked Ankeny defeating Dowling by the score of 4 nothing. And in the nightcap, the Maroons uh, defeated Ankeny 8-3. to Dowling baseball team is now uh, currently ranked number one, and they have a record of 16-2 and going into tonight's doubleheader at Valley. In high school softball, as the uh, game was broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio, actually both games, number 15 Ankeny and number nine, and, and Dowling uh, split a doubleheader in softball last night. In game one, Dowling upset 15th rank Ankeny, 17 to five. But nightcap, Ankeny defeated Dowling by a score of 19 to six. And Maroons are now eight and ten on the season tonight. High school baseball and softball, uh, Dowling will be at Valley. The baseball game will uh, get underway at 5 o'clock at the Valley Baseball Field. And the game right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, uh, Dowling at number 6 Valley in softball. Uh, Joe Stacy with the call tonight, 445 pregame, 5 o'clock first pitch. And Joe will broadcast both games of the softball do- doubleheader between Dowling and Valley from the Valley Softball Field tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have mostly sunny skies and 74 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 6 miles prior, the humidity up there at 80. 7%. Today we'll see mostly sunny skies, hot and humid. Heat advisory from noon until 8 o'clock today. High of 94 degrees. Feels like temperature in the lower 100s. Southwest winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Wednesday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Silicon business as usual, accident free as we continue with that drive in this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. 
today's today's saints were caught in the crossfire of governments fighting over land and relied on their faith to console them through their martyrdom. Today we celebrate St. Gregory Grassi and Companions today. Gregory Grassi was born in Italy and ordained as a priest. He was sent to China and eventually became a bishop. European governments forced territorial changes from the Chinese government, and the result was a surge in anti-foreigner sentiment. During the Boxer Rebellion three years later, the government ordered Grassi and many of his religious brothers and lay parishioners, Chinese and foreign alike, arrested. They were mutilated and hung in metal cages. They were marched through the streets, and eventually they were beheaded. All these martyrs were beatified in 1946 and were among the 120 martyrs canonized in the year 2000. We ask today, St. Gregory Grassi and companions, to pray for us. Amen. My goodness, that's inspiring. Big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day, experienced in wills and estate planning. Yes, it's easy to put this stuff off, but that's a big mistake here because we're talking about families. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. We're going to get to Bo Bonner and give him plenty of time because we're celebrating St. Benedict this Saturday. and. Bo's a Benedictine oblate, and I wanted to spend some time on St. Benedict throughout this week. We did yesterday and a little bit today, just because of how big of a piece to the puzzle of the spiritual life Benedict has played. And some of us may not know that. You'll know it right after this segment. And we're going to also talk about the sanctity and holiness of work, the dignity of work, and why the Catholic Church has always positioned itself right there with workers. Bo Bonner, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Wednesday, July 8th. Thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic veteran-owned family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more. Seen them out there in a winter set. Spent about a half day with them and really enjoyed it. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, July 8th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Bishop William Johnson. Bishop Johnson is the 10th Bishop of the Diocese of Des Moines. Happy birthday. Registration is open for the Catholic Charities Bishop's Golf Classic, which will be held August 31st at Echo Valley Country Club in Norwalk. Social distancing will keep people safe while they have funds supporting the most vulnerable in our community. To learn more and register, contact Holly at 237-5027. That's 237-5027. And speaking of Catholic Charities, they're always in need of volunteers to help support their work. Even just a few hours of your time can make a difference. Catholic Charities is in need of volunteers to help with organizing donations, help in the food pantry, setting up refugees' apartments as they're resettled, and more. To learn more about all opportunities, visit catholiccharitiesdm.org and click on Contribute at the top. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Making It Personal with Bishop William Johnson Friday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio or on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776.
Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping. Clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Thank you for joining me, friends. Oh, yes, it's going to be a hot Wednesday today. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I, 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 was, uh, I was reading the other day um, a great piece from uh, Monsignor Charles Pope, and he was talking about giving our lives over to the Lord. And this was something that um, I was thinking about myself a lot. And I, I well, okay, we got both. But I, I'm going to talk about this tomorrow um, and really what it means to put our faith in God and what that actually looks like. So we'll have that for you uh, tomorrow. In the meantime, Bo Bonner, Director of Mission and Ministry for Mercy College of Health Sciences, joins me. Hello, Bo. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine here on this Wednesday. I, I left you plenty of time because this is a big topic. I know how much St. Benedict means to you. Yeah, that's right. Um, as an Oblate of St. Benedict, uh, I'm, I'm always happy to uh, try to uh, attest for him and give him a, a, a fair shake. <laughs> Who was he, and why is he important? Well, St. Benedict, in many ways, is the father of Western monasticism. There were monks uh, that predated um, St. Benedict, and that's that in his holy rule that sort of establishes how Benedictine monasteries are. He refers to many of them, but in the West, and especially what he wants to call Cenobitic monasticism, which means monasticism and community, his rule really is the sort of clarion call for all monks in the West and really sets up what monasticism comes to mean. So we know the, the Benedictine monks and the Benedictine monasteries, and then a lot of um, other types of monks that stem from him, the Carthusians, the uh, Cistercians, you know, you can name all sorts of them, and the nuns also who follow his rule. Um, but his teaching and his understanding of monasticism not only sets up uh, what monks will look like through uh, Christian history, but set up a lot of what a lot of us in the West think of as theories about prayer, theories about the relationship of work and prayer. Um, so it, it runs the gamut. Gregorian chant comes from the heart of the Benedictine prayer life. Uh, there's so much that he does uh, that one of the other things he's known for uh, is the patron of Europe itself, because the Benedictine monks play such a central role in Europe becoming Christian. Ora et labora. Did he come up with that? Um, yeah, sort of. He, if he if he didn't himself, he standardized it, right? So the idea of uh, work and prayer, and um, you know, one of the best ways I've heard of of this is the monks' day is split up into thirds, so eight, sixteen, twenty-four hours. So you know, three eight-hour parts of the day. So Eight hours is devoted to prayer of some kind. Eight hours is uh, dedicated to work of some kind. The other eight is sleep. The joke is that adding the third thing just to say sleep wouldn't sound as good in the slogan. (laughs) But the idea, of course, is that through work and prayer, 
we use our body and our soul um, as means to offer ourselves to God, and so that the monk splits up his day after you know resting to make sure that the body and the mind um, have enough time either through sleep and or recreation that they're able to produce gifts worthy of offering themselves to the Lord, and you do that in two ways by working with your hands and by offering uh, through your spirit the prayer appropriate to the Lord. Why does the Church see work being so vital um, to the dignity of the human person? That, you know, we in the Church has been on the side of workers, um, you know, for, for centuries. Why, why does the Church put herself there? Well, you know, there's uh, multiple ways that, that you look at this. On one hand, Adam and Eve were placed in the Garden of Eden as gardeners, so as not, not sort of laborers, but as, as co-creators, people who tended God's creation. And so work always takes on that sort of uh, connotation, at least most work, I should say, that insofar as we're not alienated from what we do and that we put ourselves into our work, um, it's truly our way to reflect that image of God in us. God, the Creator, so to speak, uh, leases out some aspect of His creator mm. creatorship to us when we work. And even when we think of work, which, I mean, in Christian theology, let's be honest, there's a whole aspect of work also, that it's a punishment for sin, right? So that the, the thorns will now uh, rise up against Adam when he tries to till the land. But even as a punishment, work shows the dignity of man, right, so that he has the dignity to be punished so that he can learn from his sins, and that even the difficulty of him working through his punishment can now be redeemed in a sort of way. So yes, it's true that um, all the children of Adam must toil, and the soil will not necessarily work with them, it might work against them. But in doing that, we we still have the the glimmer of that original, um, you know, tending of the garden showing that we we share in the creative aspect of the Lord, but that even in our punishment we can make good come out of the difficulty of sin. So, I mean, work is, is dignified. It is something that, you know, if, I think we know this, you know, in our in our country, we want everyone to have jobs. People are looking at the unemployment rates, um, you know, a, a lot because it's important. I think both sides of the aisle understand that. Uh, but as a Catholic faith, I mean, we, we kind of take a step back even from that, and we see that there's a holiness, there's a dignity to work um, that's not just... Uh, oh, I got a job to pay the bills, but yet something that we're really, as you said, participating in this, uh, the, the creatorship of God. Well, I, yeah, yes, and I think that's important. I, I think sometimes, right, everything, when we look, like you said, so we don't want work to be simply drudgery or simply this thing that, like, has to be done. So we talk about the dignity of it, and then someone will point out and go, but what about Genesis? What about St. Augustine? What about people who point out that also we have to, like, work by the sweat of our brow? punishment for sin. Hey, what about people course, like St. Augustine that point out that, uh, you know, the work of the brow and the punishment of sin? That, 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 that too, <laughs> that is dignity, right? Because, I mean, that starts to be the thing is, like, one of the dignified things is to be able to work out your salvation in fear and trembling, yeah. right? It, it's dignified that instead of God saying, like, you know, you're done, one strike and you're out, wipe us off the face of the earth, we're also, right, that uh, it's important that he didn't go, okay, well, you guys can't have any part in your salvation. You're you're too stupid. You're too belittled. No, he gave us the dignity to say, you also will participate in your own redemption. You can't do it yourself, but you'll participate in it. And to show you the dignity of someone who has a participatory role in your redemption, 
you will work by the sweat of your brow. Work does, in fact, not... That's why people like, you know, working for the weekend's the funny pop song. But we all do work in order to take a rest, and heaven is shown as a place of rest and Sabbath. But it's going to be, you know, not like a silly, you know, MTV beach house vacation, because in a sense we're going to have earned it at least in some way, not like through our own merits, not anything like Pelagian like that, but because we'll have worked um, as co-workers of our own redemption, John, that rest that we will attain, as much as it might be hard fought, it will be dignified, like you said. Yeah. Uh, any um, Benedictine monasteries that you've been to uh, that are pretty unique in their work or some cool ones that you've heard of that do some pretty cool stuff? Well, the ones that I, the one that I've been to the most is I'm an Oblate down at Clear Creek, and I don't think they usually trust me to do work. Like, I think they've let me wash dishes once. I think they look at me and think that I'm just going to mess stuff up. So <laughs> they've never made me, like, go into the fields or anything. <laughs> um, but, no, one of the ones that, of course, this is sort of like in my wheelhouse, uh, uh, there's monasteries that make caskets uh, that are, you know, made of wood and therefore... Uh, not so expensive, and usually they're either discount or free to the poor. So, like, that's one of the works they do is to make sure that uh, that work of mercy to, um, you know, bury the dead is part of their work. And so they make uh, monasteries that, that make caskets so that people can buy them for cheap and are able to bury their dead. But then, you know, the, the standard fare of things like even cheese or beer that, you know, monks are are known for, that starts to be a work that beer and cheese is very monk-like because, of course, it has everything to do with fermentation and the resurrection, right? In order to have cheese and beer, something has to die and be fermented and then reborn as the next thing. You know, cheese is, in a way, dead, resurrected milk, and beer is dead, resurrected grain, and it's very Benedictine. (laughs) You know, he's also the patron saint of death to think about how it is that even our work allows for a certain uh, resurrection and redemption through death or difficulty or things like that. And finally, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about prayer in this, um, because, of course, prayer is is the other pillar to uh, to this phrase, or at Labora of St. Benedict, prayer and work. And uh, it, more, than, more than just kind of praying as they work, the Benedictines make that time every day uh, to gather together in prayer. And I don't know if you've ever prayed with them before. I had the opportunity one time to pray in a Benedictine monastery, and it was beautiful. You know, it was, it was really just very peaceful. Um, it was while I was in the seminary, we took a retreat up to one, and it was really just a, a time for me to kind of take a step back. And it was early, but it was it was neat. Well, one of the sort of paradoxes that's fun about this, right, is so what the monks call the eight hours they pray, so that liturgically they pray eight hours every day. They pray all 150 psalms in a week, um, at least the uh, so Clear Creek Monastery. That's how they, they used to do it, the, the sort of old-fashioned ones still um, they call it the Opus Dei, which means the work of God. So their labor, you know, the or labora, but then their prayer is the work of God. So they don't point to their work in the field when you ask what is the work of God. They point to their prayer, Opus Dei, the work of God. And so each part of the day, and that's what the eight hours all represent, is literally sort of like every aspect of the day, even the middle of the night through matins, um, prayer anoints the day, and so that even while the rest of Christendom sleeps, because we have children and they wear us out and, you know, we need our rest, we can know that the monks and the nuns 
are blessing each hour of day with prayer, and that's what they see as their principal work, to raise everything else that they do up before the Lord in prayer, in praise, in lamentation, in thanksgiving, uh, in petition, and uh, yeah, the, the eight hours of the day that they've been praying, nearly the same in, in nearly the same order for all these centuries is the work of God that the monks see as St. Benedict passing on as their work to do for the sake of others. Mo we'll Bonner, everyone, with Dr. Bud Marr, 10 o'clock in the morning. You can also check it out. It is podcasted at iowacatholicradio.com. Thanks for coming on, brother. God bless. Have a good morning, John. You as well, and happy feast to you this Saturday. Benedictine Oblate. I should I should add that to his title. Benedictine Oblate, Bo Bonner. You won't have time enough for lunch on the show I to know, bring him on. I know. That's true. <laughs> All right, folks, that puts this show in the books. Back on tomorrow inside the Mercy One studio. Deacon Tony Valdez, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. Name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire. Just to know you and to make you known. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.